Welcome to the Family Photography Marketing Podcast, where we dive into the world of marketing and help you take your business to the next level. I'm your host, Fiona, a marketing expert with 10 years of experience in the family photography industry. And in each episode of this podcast, I'll be sharing my insights and strategies for successful marketing to help you navigate the ever-changing landscape of digital and traditional marketing techniques. So whether you're just starting out or looking to fine-tune your marketing approach, this podcast has something for you. So join me and let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Family Photography Marketing Podcast. First of all, I want to apologize for missing last week. I was in California on spring break with my girls and I thought that I would be able to find a place to record, but I just couldn't. They were literally around every second and I just thought they're going to interrupt it somehow and I'll have to re-record. So I decided to just skip that week. Okay, so this week we are going to be talking about something that I consistently hear come up when I'm talking to photographers about marketing, which is that many of you are worried, overly worried about being good enough at the photography part of this job and it's holding you back from marketing. So oftentimes this is said in a way that maybe isn't even clear to the person saying it because it's, well, I just started, or I've only been doing this for two years, or all of these little messages that we have in our head about our goodness. Like how good do you have to be to be successful? So the idea of being a good enough artist and to actually start marketing is one of the main things that hold us back. We keep waiting for that goodness to come. And I understand. But you're in the wrong feedback loop with this question. And the main culprit comes down to how we share and consume our work and the work of other photographers. So there are 10,000 photographers, probably just on the West Coast alone, who are subjectively better at photography than I am. They're more creative, they understand their gear. So I have a Nikon Z62, and like I use three buttons on that thing. I know that I am way underutilizing the camera. And there's photographers who know every in and out, every focus setting. They're utilizing that little robotic computer to its fullest ability, and I am literally the tip of the iceberg. So just in that realm, I'm subjectively worse with my gear than so many other photographers. They may have sharper lenses. They may have even better bodies than I do. They may have filters and tools and all kinds of things that I don't have. They could have just an overall better eye than I do. So if all 10,000 of us were, for example, admitted into a master's program for photography, I may be one of the lowest performing students in that group. I don't even consider myself overly creative, and I used to be really stuck on that. I would be like, I am not as creative as everyone else, right? I'd be like, I don't. I'm not one of those people who's like constantly popping into the Facebook groups with these amazingly creative shoots that I've done, but I do have a successful photography business, Because I know that I'm not trying to draw the eye of the 10,000 other photographers, right? 
it's nice that they're there and I'm super proud of them for being way better at it than I am, but they're not who I'm trying to draw in. I'm trying to connect with other people who like my art. That's it. And the vast majority of clients, and I apologize for my voice, I'm getting over a little bit of a cold, do not know much about photography at all. They don't know in a meaningful way the difference between, for example, bright or muted greens. They don't know about that perfect little window of the transition between golden hour and blue hour. They have no idea what ISO is. But because we are consuming the work of other photographers, we are basically drowning in a sea of their work. And we assume that our clients are in the same visual container as us. The average mom who you photograph does not follow 1,500 photographers on Instagram like you may. They, This mom only knows that she has been inspired by your work because you got over you decide to leap right over this feeling of chasing goodness and put your ideal art out there for others to see. And that spark of interest caused her to open the door to your brand. So she isn't looking. Her Instagram experience looks so different than yours, but we forget that because the human brain automatically assumes that everyone has a shared experience. And for many of us, Instagram is a huge part of our marketing story. So it's really important to know that that is not her experience, right? When she walks through the door to your brand, she is not saying things like, well, I really did like her work, but I can see that her edits are 5% more muted than I like. Or she is not saying, hmm, I wonder why she shot so wide open here. And she's also not saying, Wow, I would really like to hire her, but her composition just isn't creative 100% of the time. This is what she's saying. I found something beautiful. I saw myself in that art. I had a moment of imagining images like that with my babies. I wonder if this photographer consistently creates art like the art that brought me through the door. I wonder if she's kind and helpful. I wonder if she can hold my hand through this because I'm scared. That is what is going on in her mind. She is not worried about your gear or your settings or your lenses or your presets. You are already good. You already brought her through the door. The thing to know about goodness in art is that the goodness grows and it never looks like mastery. It looks like getting 1% more creative with your compositions or 5% more content with your editing. You will never reach the Mount Everest top level award for best photographer in the universe. I mean, I can create that trophy for you if you need it to actually start marketing your brand, but no one is requiring it of you, least of all a client. Okay, you don't need another lens or more presets. You need to lean into finding opportunities to create art that you love, and you need to consistently market that art to grow interest from people who also love your art. That is your job when you are marketing. Sitting on the sidelines, because you're not as good as Shelly down the road, serves no one, especially you, because you just keep sitting there with your hands between your knees thinking, 
well, once I get those presets or once I upgrade my camera body or once, 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 once. And am I a proponent of always creatively learning and growing? Yes, of course, because I know, as you should know, that you will never reach the pinnacle of this. There'll always be new gear, new trends, new things to try. So it's not about becoming stagnant. It's about forgiving yourself for not being perfect because you never will be and no one is expecting that of you. So I challenge you for the remaining days of this month to avoid focusing on the goodness of your artistry and focus on consistency instead. That would be my my artistic challenge for you that will then bleed over into so much more confidence with marketing. Because if I'm competing on goodness, like mastery of my camera, I literally lose every time because sometimes even me who has photographed a thousand families and is obviously a business owner in a creative field who owns a camera, I look at my camera and I'm like, I am so sorry because I'm using about 0.5% of the capabilities of this machine, but I just, it's getting enough done for me that I can produce consistent art that I'm proud of. I don't need to dive more in, more in depth into what the thing can do. In the future, I could. That's always an opportunity. So I can feel excited about the opportunities creatively that lie in this field without feeling like I have to check each box off before I can start marketing my business. So like I said, I was in California for spring break and I did a shootout with my friend Danielle. And first of all, this Northern California, San Francisco area is so beautiful. I am so jealous of the people that live there. The locations they have are just amazing. However, I know that they have their own struggles and every anywhere you live, you used to and you start to think like, what would it be like to live there? However, I've now gone there for four springs and I think I'll always try to go back in spring because it's so pretty. But anyway, Danielle is incredibly talented, but our work is super different. She beautifully poses people and she asks from her clients intimate moments. I playfully pose people and consistently ask for silliness. Now, obviously this is an overgeneralization. I think we both do a little bit of, of those things throughout a session, but I'm saying we create an overall different vibe. So we're standing there, same location, same models. And if we had been solo with just us and the client, we probably would have run the session completely different. And two separate clients could be drawn into those resulting images. The spark that could lead someone to our brand from that exact same scenario could be two different people, right? Because the resulting images evoke a different feeling, have a different style, so two different people could be drawn in. So let your artist heart be good enough. Lean into the moments where you feel that singing. That's what I like. That's what I like to think about it as like, you know, when you have a session and you feel on cloud nine, lean into that. You could be standing on a hill with eight other photographers and still bring your own magic to that shoot that a client will connect with more over the images that the other eight produce. And that's true for all eight in that group. So 
I know this isn't particularly like a marketing strategy, but this chasing of goodness is holding all of you back so much when it doesn't need to. So if you have an income goal or a business goal or a session goal that you are trying to hit and you are telling yourself, I can do it when I achieve X, just release those thoughts for now and focus on consistency. Just focus on consistently marketing your business in a way that works for you, whether that's consistently posting on Instagram, whether that's consistently building up an email list, whether that's consistently looking for in-person marketing opportunities, which I think are going to be huge moving into the next year. That is what I would much rather see you focus on than this this chasing of goodness. So I apologize for my strange voice and my losing of my breath because my silly face is not working, but I'm working on something really exciting that I'm going to announce soon. But in the meantime, if you are looking for a way to level up your client experience, which is something that I always recommend, I made a family photographer styling guide that's a Canva template. It's super easy to use and it's literally $7. So I will link that in the show notes if you want to grab it and start playing with it and incorporate something like that into your client experience. And I will see you guys next week. Mm -hmm.